we actually had just expanded into another unit and because we were growing so we spent a lot of money getting that getting that shop ready up and going and then um june last year or july our landlord let us know that he wasn't renewing our lease well hey 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 what's up everyone welcome to the rock your brand podcast i'm your host scott boker a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. This is episode number 851, and today I am fired up because I'm bringing on one of our very own Brand Creators Academy members, Ty Linda, and she is going to share exactly what she did immediately after joining, but also how she was able to increase traffic and increase sales. Super excited to share this with you. The other thing that I think you're going to love about this interview, not just that you're going to be able to model what she's done and really look at your business through her eyes because no matter where you are in business, you are pretty much going to want to look at what is the low-hanging fruit. And for her, it was building an email list and then starting to drive traffic. And that's what she did immediately. Uh, But the other thing that I want you to pay attention here, and this is what I love about all of our guests really, is that it wasn't always easy. And there were numerous times that she felt like giving up. And uh, I mean, she actually started back in 2013 and then from there went in a completely new direction. And then from there uh, had one of her main clients, one of the ones that was supplying her with a lot of the business, kind of like being dependent on Amazon and it went away. And they had to think to themselves, her and her husband, by the way, uh, which they're a team, which I love that. And they had, to, they had to figure out what was going to be that next step for them. And uh, that was back in 2018. And then they started to sell on Amazon and they were like, yes, this is cool, but I need to diversify just like we talked, right? Because Amazon can be that one channel that we're all depending on and we don't want to do that. So again, you're going to take a lot away from this episode. And again, that's why I wanted to highlight Ty Linda, one of our members, but also depending on when you're listening to this, this is airing on July 6th on a Monday. And the reason why I wanted to air it on this day is because right now, if you're listening to this, you know, when we air this on July 6th or the week of July 6th, we are opening Brand Creators Academy for five days starting on July 6th. And the reason why we are opening now is because, well, We only open a few times a year, and this is the time, and I've been really letting you guys know probably about maybe two months ago, I've been kind of letting you know that we're going to be opening. Well, now is the time, and I figured, you know what? Let's highlight one of our members. Last week, we highlighted another member, Octavio, and he talked all about how he got unstuck. It's a common thread within our academy is that people generally will come in either overwhelmed, confused, not sure what direction to go in or where to start even and they get stuck. And what we do is we get them unstuck. And you're going to hear just with this interview alone with Ty Linda, how she was kind of at that place too. And now she's developing the skill set to take with her on 
in the future. And you're going to also hear how she has future plans and how this is going to help her get there. All right. So guys, the show notes can be found at brandcreators.com forward slash 851. I do recommend going and grabbing them. You'll hear all of the, or you'll get all of the links to everything that we mentioned there. But again, I wanted to remind you, if you're interested in joining Brand Creators Academy, now is the time. If I was you, I would go to brandcreators.com forward slash join, and you'll be able to join Brand Creators Academy. All right, guys. So I'm going to stop talking so you can listen to this awesome interview that I did with Ty Linda. Enjoy. Hey, Ty Linda. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here today. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Scott. I'm enjoying this summer. Yeah, well, we're kicking off the summer, and I know you've been doing a little bit of traveling a little bit, just in your, in your new RV, which is, yep. uh, is kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. That family time in. Yeah, you got to get the family time in. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's awesome. But I'm so glad that you were able to take some time uh, out of your, your busy day. I know you're running a business, and uh, you're running a a pretty good-sized business, I would say, and starting from not, you know, like having – well, well, we'll let everyone kind of hear the backstory, but man, you're, you're really cranking along over there. And I wanted to get you on because like you said, even before we actually hit record, it hasn't all been easy to get to where you are. And, uh, and you are one of our members inside uh, BCA, Brand Creators Academy. And I just, I wanted to bring you on and just have you kind of tell us like, what was it like, you know, building the business and then what even, you know, what, what had you thinking that you needed some additional help? And I think you even, I mean, didn't you and I at one point go back and forth a little bit about you possibly coming to the lake house? We were going to, we were going to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought so. And it just, the, the, the uh, timing didn't work out for you. Right. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Give us a little bit of a backstory. Who is okay. Thailand? Where does she come from? <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I live in Oklahoma city now. I'm actually was born in California, but I moved out here like 20 something years ago and uh, met my husband out here. So I ended up staying, but um, I uh, went to school to be a speech pathologist. So I mm. uh, finished my master's degree when I was 23 and started uh, practicing speech therapy. Oh. Um, and so I assumed that was going to be my, my life, you know? Um, in the meantime, my husband uh, and I had some other business ventures um we had a a boat a boat dealership and we were making a a tornado shelters oh wow Um, and both of those were surviving but they weren't thriving you Mm -hmm. know we were just barely getting by Mm -hmm. and uh and then a lot of things happened we had uh, kind of the economy took a downturn um and we had some uh, somebody that was embezzling money from us. Mm. And so basically everything, we pretty much lost everything. We had uh, shut down the businesses, um, and basically start over. Mm. So, um, we decided to work on the rustic wood business. It kind of fell in our lap and we had all this land. We had room to, to grow, you know, something there, but we didn't know what. And Mm. so, um, so we started this business where we were recycling, you know, reclaimed wood. And our primary uh, customer was a big chain store that built um, the barnwood picture frames. And so oh, that okay. was our whole business. We had a few guys working. We made um, 
we got the wood ready for them and sold it to them and they made picture frames out of it. And that was mm. 99% of our business. Um, so that was going fine. You know, it was paying some bills and, and my husband was working there. I was doing speech therapy. Um, but then, uh, a couple of years ago, the store decided they're not going to make the picture frames anymore. They're going to, you know, buy them from China and they basically stopped making the picture frame. So that, that was our, our, you know, our main customer. Wow. All of a sudden, and it happened within like a couple of months. At, initially, they were buying as much wood as we could get them and every, you know, there was no limit on how much we could sell them. So if we, if we brought them, you know, 3,000 boards they bought 3,000 boards. If we bought them, brought them 10,000 boards, they bought 10,000 boards. So wow. it was like unlimited, mm. unlimited sales, right? Um, and then one day they said, okay, we're only going to buy 500 boards a week from you now. Mm. And that was when we had, you know, we had five guys working there and basically selling them 500 boards wouldn't be enough to pay one person mm -hmm. to work there. So mm. Um, we kind of got that thrown in our lap with no warning. So we had talked about selling online, but you know, you kind of get in your comfort zone. We wanted to sell online, but it's like, why go to all the trouble of doing that? We have a customer that will buy as much as we can make for them. There's no reason for us to complicate things, you know? So um, whenever they told us they weren't going to be buying any wood from us anymore, that was like, Oh shoot, you know, well, mm. we're either going to shut the business down or we're going to, um, you know, make our pivot, make our change. So mm. that's what, that's when we decided to try and sell, start selling online. How long ago was that, Thailinda? Uh, that the pivot about happened. three, about three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me, so, let me back you up though real, yeah. real quick. Cause I'm curious. Uh, mm -hmm. how did you, how did, okay, you had some land and you're like, you know what, we could do reclaim wood. Like, where does that even fall into your lap? Like, where does that like, aha, or where does that, you know, we could probably cut down some stuff or take some old stuff and, <laughs> and recycle it. Like there's a show out there right. now too. I was watching it. You probably know about it. It's the one where they, they, they tear down old barns and then they, uh -huh. they use all the timber and stuff to re, uh, you know, they, they create new structures from them, which it's a whole business in itself. But I'm right. just curious, like, how did you. How did you see that there was a place in the market that could, that could potentially want this? Well, the factory was here in Oklahoma City where they made the picture frames. Ah, okay. And so um, a lot of people knew, about, knew that they were building them there. Um, okay. And then a couple of people, you know, just talking to people, uh, we had people that we knew that had worked in the warehouse there. And they're like, hey, you know, these people are buying wood as fast as they can get it and they can't get enough of it. Mm. And um, and so it was just kind of one of those things like, OK, here, there's a customer here that can't get enough product. And we're over here with enough room to do mm. this. And we already have trucks and trailers and, you know, all the things that we need. So let's give it a shot. Mm. Um, and so where do you get the supply though at that point? Like, how are you, are you, like, are you, are you doing that? Are you, are you getting old like wood and then just re, are you like planing it and like lead me through mm -hmm. a little bit of that? Like, where do you then say, Oh, okay, we have a need. Now we need product. Right. So we work with a lot of, uh, 
we we started calling all the contractors in the area just okay. um finding out what they did with their old wood what did they do um you know did they have somebody that picked up their wood that they didn't use or that the wood that they um were going to dump and mm -hmm. uh, we get wood from buildings fences you know a lot of different structures so basically oh, okay. you know i figured if we could get in with a few of the contractors and offer them a, a service mm. you know that would be beneficial to them then mm -hmm. we could we could get uh get the wood and so we just we just started calling you know and mm. um because that factory is in in our city we already had like several competitors several okay. people that were trying to get the wood uh, okay. um but we kind of into talking with the contractors we had to figure out what's going on with these um people that you're working with how is it working and we found out that our competitors weren't providing very good service mm. you know they weren't picking it up fast enough they were leaving a mess when they oh. left you know things okay. like that so we just uh -huh. started trying to improve on what they were doing and mm -hmm. slowly but surely we started getting calls from a lot of new contractors saying hey we hear you're doing this and you're better than the last guy i used and so it just it picked up pretty quick um, oh that's cool so so I, i'm a contractor i'm tearing down an old fence and i'm like i got to get rid of this stuff i got to pay to get rid of this stuff because it's mm -hmm. just you know it's lumber i got to get a dumpster do all that you're you basically were saying like we'll come in and clean it all up for you bring just put it in a pile we'll grab it yep. we'll throw it in our truck and we'll take it away and you don't have to worry about it yeah that's a pretty sweet deal yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome um and so at that point now um you got to figure out like what they need so is that like your husband and you kind of figuring out okay how do we how do we decide what they need uh sizes or do you go to them and say what are the dimensions that you need what's the quality that you need right. and some of the some of those things um that you need to yeah we went to them and we went to them and uh, said we would like to start selling wood to you what are your requirements and they had a very specific list for us it okay. needs to be you know have all of these qualities and mm -hmm. um as long as it meets these qualifications, we'll buy as much of it as you can bring wow. us. Wow. And so, and so that's kind of how that started. At first it started off a little bit slow, but as luck would have it, I don't know if you want to say luck, but short, as soon as we got all that set up, we had some major tornadoes in Oklahoma city, Ooh. um, actually in more. So mm. suddenly there was, wood on every corner on every street you know mm. that was just just there so we that's kind of what got us jump started is we had it, it was perfect timing as far as when we started mm -hmm. um the tornadoes came through and then of course like an entire city was getting rebuilt and mm. we were there to to help you know with a lot of that uh, cleanup mm. process so mm. um so yeah, I mean, it, it kind of worked out. And um, that was back in 2013 is when we wow. started this. So it's been okay. seven years. Okay. So now the picture frame, let's kind of go back to that part now. So you, you get your, you're supplying wood to the picture frame companies and everything's going great. And then all of a sudden you find out, again, dependent on that one, that one supplier, that, mm -hmm. that one company, right? That one right. channel, as we always say, doesn't matter if it's Amazon mm -hmm. or eBay, it's one channel. And you guys were kind of comfortable with it. I mean, it's, it's normal. And then you're like, oh crap, we got to right. do something else. Do we just sell to other picture frame places or do we start doing more with the reclaimed wood? Yeah. So how does that all happen? How does that take so, place? 
so we had that big company and we had one other little customer and we thought well with this other little customer we can basically pay our bills for about a month mm -hmm. and then we're pretty much going to be out of money you know okay. um so that was when it was time to you know get get in gear so mm -hmm. i'd already been doing the research about selling the wood online i just hadn't you know followed through with it i was just in that you know analysis mm -hmm. phase where you can just yep. analyze everything forever mm -hmm. and so that's pretty much where i was and then um then of course when the fire was lit under me we we got it going and we got signed up with amazon um and kind of started our started our adventure into learning how to be an amazon seller which was mm -hmm. a nightmare <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing was right you know the packaging had to be a certain way just learning just figuring out how to ship the product into amazon was a nightmare because everything we sold was oversized mm -hmm. um they had so many different requirements you know and mm -hmm. uh, basically it took took us a few months to to finally get it down to where i could send in inventory mm -hmm. and it was okay so so we did that um now was that inventory was it specific to picture frames or was it more of like reclaimed wood on the back of mm -hmm. a wall and stuff yeah. like that yeah reclaimed wood uh for projects you know okay. home improvement and we weren't actually making anything with it yet we were just selling the wood okay um and that's kind of where we started with okay. our with our sales online okay and so I guess that was probably a little bit of a trial and error. Was anyone else already doing it that you could kind of model that you were mm -hmm. like, oh, they're proving to us that people are buying it? And yeah, there were a few people selling it online. Um, actually, our main competitors are just like in the same city as us too. So Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> um, but there were a few people selling it, but nobody was really selling it. Nobody was really selling the way we were selling. They were all selling like this... Uh, this really processed product, you know, that was, mm -hmm. it didn't really even look like reclaimed wood. Mm -hmm. You know, they were selling stuff that was really clean or it like really, you know, it looked almost like new wood. And we, mm -hmm. so the way that we, the direction that we took was um, going with the really like really rustic, authentic barnwood style wood mm -hmm. that, that you can see all the blemishes and the dents and the dings and, mm -hmm. um, and you could really see a difference if you put our wood up next to something you would buy at like Lowe's or Home Depot, you could mm -hmm. see where the difference was. Mm -hmm. um, and so we just kind of put it out there. Here it is, it's for sale online. Yeah. And uh, it, took, um, it took a couple of weeks to get the first sale. Okay. Um, it was like a sample box, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, somebody actually bought it. Yeah. Someone <laughs> bought it, not in my hometown. <laughs> yeah. And um, so then it it started selling and it just started growing. You know, every week we sold a little bit more and a little bit more. And um, so we got to the point where we had to hire, you know, we got to keep all of our original guys that were with us. Mm -hmm. um, and then we hired a couple more people. And we, we were staying pretty busy and it went on like that for about a year. Um, okay. at the in the meantime, I'm still working at my full-time job oh, and okay. I was, um, 
a rehab director. So I'm was like overseeing six different rehab facilities and, and then coming home at night and, and doing all the stuff for, for the business, you know, so putting in a lot of, of long days and, um, just thinking like, I don't know how much longer I can do this, but we can't survive mm. on this business alone. You know, right, right. my, my salary was safe and secure sure. and I didn't really want to give that up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, it's scary. It's scary for sure. Uh, so, okay. So you move into the online space, you start getting, um, some traction. Where is the next kind of move? Because you're doing that, but then you're probably like, well, again, you're dependent on Amazon. You're only selling, you know, mm-hmm. on that one platform. Where do you start to see that next shift for the business? Right. Oops. Well, I, I, and in, in the meantime, I decided I would go back to school and get my um, move up in the corporate world and get a better paying management job, or I'm going to make this business big enough that I don't have to be in the corporate world anymore. So in the process of doing uh, my MBA is kind of when all of the the online stuff was going on. You know, it was all happening at once. Okay. Um, I was like, either we're gonna, you know, this is like the, the come to Jesus meeting with my husband. Okay. We're either going to make this business work where Mm -hmm. it's supporting us a hundred percent, or I'm going to, you know, try to get a a better paying job and, and just kind of focus more on that, Mm -hmm. which I didn't want to do that. Right. Because Scott, when you have family, you want to spend time with them and I was tired of working all day there coming home and working all night on the computer. And my Mm -hmm. dog was, my full-time job was really demanding too. I got calls Mm -hmm. all night. I got calls on the weekends. You know, there was always some kind of problem that really I was, I was, even when I was with my family, I wasn't like present with them. Uh, I was on my phone all the time answering questions and, Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, so that was this, at that time was when I said, this is what, you know, we've got to, we've got to make this work. So, um, I started adding some more products, things that I had made, like I used to make them in my garage and take them to craft shows. And so we started adding some more signs and just things like that. And it started picking up. Um, and then it finally got to the point where it was busy enough. I thought, okay, I'm going to quit my job, you know? And then I still worried about it for another three months because I just did not want to let go of that paycheck. Um, so Finally, we just said, okay, we're setting a date and you're doing it. So uh, in March of 2018, um, or 2019, sorry, March of 2019, I quit my job and I decided to work on the business full time. Mm. So got really busy with orders and everything. And I was just basically in the shop, working in the shop all day. I'm sanding wood, cutting wood, you know, doing all of that stuff, but I wasn't building the business. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing a little bit as I could, but, uh, whenever you came out with the brand creators Academy, I was one of the first, you know, mm-hmm. the very first group to, to start. So, yeah. um, I just decided like, I'm going to do this. And then once I got in with the group and I felt all of that motivation and that like drive to get things done and actually build the business, that's when everything started, you know, 
really picking up and we've just made huge progress since then. Mm. I want to, I want to dive in into that because again, people listening, you know, they may think also, you know, you've gotten to this point, you've grown an email list now, you've, uh, you know, you, you've, uh, you know, did Facebook ads now, like all of this stuff that you never could have imagined doing and you're mm-hmm. doing it and you're learning. And yeah, it's still, uh, you know, a struggle here and there with maybe tech or something, right? But you figure it out. It's like you said, if you got to sand the wood, you're going to sand the wood. Someone's got to yeah. do it. So lead, lead us through that. Like you, you join and you're just like, I know what I'm going to join, but I have to, I got to take action here and I got to actually put this stuff to work. So take us through, and I know you got some numbers and stuff to share with us, but like, what is, what does it look like? I mean, you can take me any direction you want. I just know that there's been growth. Tell yeah, me about the growth. Tell me about what it's been like. And you just told me before we got on, you're like, I finally feel like I can take a breath because we've been so darn busy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's a catch 22, right? We could have been yeah. hoping and praying we get some work, right? Exactly. I'm not, definitely not complaining about being too busy, but we have slowed down a little since um, April and May. Mm. Um, so when I started in the group, I had a pretty good foundation. I mean, I had my website. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we were selling on um, Etsy and Wayfair, um, and then some website sales. And I had a uh, you know my Facebook page had like three thousand followers on it. Um, and so we we had that foundation there, but it was all just basically organic. You know, I hadn't really done a lot to grow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we started in the group the first thing that I kind of did was, you know, went through the checklist and then we started just growing things together, you know, with the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. So I already had those things in place. I had the Instagram page, I had the Facebook page, my website. Um, and, but there wasn't, you know, a ton of activity on there. So mm-hmm. um, we started just, uh, we started with one of the giveaways mm-hmm. and that was, that was really our first giveaway was really successful. You know, we got like 10,000 email subscribers and, um, a ton of extra sales and people following the page. And, you know, that just, mm. that gave us a lot of exposure and kind of started growing everything, our Instagram and Facebook and all of that. So, so since then it's continuing to grow, but I know that that initial push was what kind of like got us in there. We were mm. just, kind of nobody's on social media before that. And then that initial exposure, you know, got us out there and then people sharing our posts and just really exposing us to the other parts of the world. Before that, yeah. our, our uh, followers were almost all from Oklahoma and now mm. our followers are like all over the country. Mm. Yeah, that's, that, that's awesome. And you know, I know that you're, you're, you're an action taker. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, you're actually doing it and it just, I mean, when you're explaining what you're doing as you're growing your business, forget about all of that stuff, but like you're willing to get in there and get your hands dirty and do it. So I think that's a big thing. And for people to, to listen to this, just understand, like, you know, if you looked at Tylinda, you know, through the entire journey, there's been ups and downs and there's been times mm-hmm. that you could have given up, but you did oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, right? For Did sure. you maybe want to? Of course. Like we yes. all are like, is this worth <laughs> it? Right. But right. You, you actually, you actually gave us a tour inside of your shop with all mm-hmm. of the people working for you. And mm-hmm. it was pretty awesome to see like a lot of your family 
mm-hmm. is in there working. Like you were pointing out, that's uncle, I don't know, John, Gus, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, your uncle, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and you've got everybody threaded throughout the entire company. And I just thought it was really awesome to see that. And it's got to feel good, right? It does. It does. And we have both uh, people from my side of the family and my husband's side of the family, both, both, you know, both sides are involved and we help. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, you know, a bunch of family members here. Um, and then just our staff, you know, is growing. We're up to 15 full-time employees now. Wow. Um, and then some part-timers. So mm. it, it has gone, gone really big, but like you said, Scott, it hasn't been an easy road. Um, in the midst of all of the chaos and actually right before we started with BCA, um, we almost quit again because Mm. we had a huge, uh, we had been in the same shop for a long time and, um, we actually had just expanded into another unit and because we were growing. So we spent a lot of money getting that, getting that shop ready up and going. And then, um, uh, the month, like, I think it was in June last year or July, our mm. landlord let us know that he wasn't renewing our lease. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and it was like devastating because we had a 6,500 square foot shop that was completely full of, wow. of stuff. And we had an acre lot that was completely full of wow. wood and equipment and all that. And at the time we were like, there's no way we can do this you know like there's no way we have the money to move this shop plus mm-hmm. come up with the money to find a new shop put down a deposit you know all of those things that add up so much it's like mm-hmm. we just we're just thinking that it was impossible and at that time like I already quit my job you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is what I was afraid of you know something's gonna mm-hmm. happen and it's not gonna work out but um we just, you know, when things happen and you think it's the worst possible thing that can happen, a lot of times it's the best thing that happens. You know, you you come up against these obstacles and you think there's no way I'm getting over this. I just mm. can't. And then somehow you make it over and you realize that on the other side, it's even better than you, you know, thought it could be. So we somehow scraped it together and, you know, did everything we had to, you know, to get our shop moved and, uh, and it was, it was a lot, you know, it was really tough, but we got to the new place and which is the, the shop that I did in the tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's a hundred times better than our old shop. You know, it was such a huge upgrade for us and it actually cost us about the same as the old shop. Oh, wow. So in our mind, we would have never moved if mm. we didn't have to because it was just too big of a project. But the fact that we had to move was the best thing that happened. And that was just another example of, you know, those obstacles that you face when you're an entrepreneur, uh, sometimes they seem like they're, they're really, you know, you can't believe something that horrible has happened, but it's one of those Mm. examples of something that turned out much better. Mm. Um, So we couldn't do the stuff that we're doing now if we were still at the old shop. Uh, we didn't have the room to like have a painting room and have a room for our inventory and our boxes, you know, so being at the new location really allowed us to expand our, um, our products or expand our product line and also have room to hire more people and be able to up our production. Mm. So that was just another, um, step, you know, another kind of thing that helped us 
And you know, it's, it's funny that you say that because when you're going through it, it's like, why is this happening? And then now you look back and you're like, man, imagine if that never happened, we wouldn't have done this and we, and this wouldn't be in place, but it's tough going through it, you know? And you know, it's, it's happened to all of us. And I think it, it, it'll happen again. You know, it's like something else will happen. Um, but I always try to look at the lesson in that or the thing that happened that wouldn't have happened. And uh, I think it's just meant to happen. So, um, right. so thanks for, thanks for sharing that. And it was a great tour, by the way, we all enjoyed it inside <laughs> of BCA. We we're just like, this is so awesome. Um, and then even you posting, uh, you know, a picture of an RV that you and your husband were looking at getting and sharing that. And you're like, you know, I know it's not a Lamborghini, but this is our Lamborghini, you know, and it's right. like, honestly, in our, in our tribe, really, that is our Lamborghini because we want the freedom. We want the flexibility. And right. I think the RV is kind of, you know, it's, it's that experience and that's mm-hmm. what we all want. So, um, it's pretty cool. And that was, that was a huge day for us because, you know, like I, I give you kind of a long timeline, but if you look at the real, like the real meat of everything that has happened. It's like we were in business from 2013 and between 2013 and 2018, things were just cruising along, just, just whatever, you know? Um, and then it was just two years ago that we said, that we had figured out we had to do something different. Mm. And so it's been since 2018 until now that things went from just, uh, just a little tiny, you know, family business that, was just making enough to like get by and pay some of our bills to now our shop that we have where we have, you know, 15 to 18 people here every day. And, you know, this shop is feeding a lot of families, Absolutely. which is really such, such a huge feeling of accomplishment for me is that we have all these families that are working for us that are, mm. That, that have good jobs, you know, and that have, mm. that work for people who are good to them and, and appreciate them. And, um, and, you know, we all kind of count on each other, but just the transition from that little, that little business in the field, basically mm. to where we are now has been, has been so tremendous and just happened in such a short time, you know, these two mm. years. Um, and especially just in the last six to eight months, you know, when we started growing our, our list and doing our marketing and everything, it's, it's taken off like wildfire. Mm. And then with everything with COVID, you know, that, that really helped us too, because now people were at home, they, they had time to do projects, they had, um, Mm. you know, they weren't getting out of the house, so they were able to stay home and, and work on their home improvement tasks and then we had already kind of laid that foundation so when everybody the first you know news came out of people being at home I mean we were immediately able to send out an email to everybody saying hey are you guys stuck at home well now's the time to get your projects done Mm. and here's a coupon to get you started and I mean it just you know it just took off and so we've been going working a lot you know a lot of hours and everything trying to keep up since um, the middle of March, but being able to go and, and, you know, buy the RV that we wanted and take, take a couple of days off and go out with the family, you know, that's been the big payoff at the end is like all this hard work that we've done, all the struggles, all the trials that we've been through, they're, they're all paying off now. And we're able to enjoy some of that freedom, which is what we're all working 
looking for. Totally. You know, we all want that time with our kids and our family. And it's, mm. it's like, okay, it's finally here. <laughs> hey, here it is. Yeah. Uh, no, that was really cool uh, for you sharing that. And uh, I, I just, again, I want to just even publicly say here in, I mean, inside BCI, I mean, you're just a, you're always there uh, chiming in, whether it's just encouraging people or even just asking for help yourself. I mean, I think it goes both ways. You got to ask for help in order to get help. Mm-hmm. And I think you're, uh, you're, you know, you're okay with that, but you're also there to not just take, you're also there to give. And just you even sharing, like you had a breakdown of like everything in your one, you know, giveaway, like all of the cost mm-hmm. per you know, cost per acquisition and how many emails and what it ended up costing you and the prize and all of that stuff. And then what did it look like afterwards? And then the uptick in sales and, and like just that detailed stuff to give each other is so helpful. Um, just as people being able to see it versus me just saying a hypothetical thing about, Oh, bass fishing. What if you did this, you can do that. So I just want to thank you again for being awesome in the group. Um, so let, let me ask you this though. So building that email list, like that was probably one of the things that you're like, I'm, we're going to do that because if we do that, then we have direct communication with people that potentially would want to buy from us. Um, how has that helped you, um, since like doing the giveaway? Cause a lot of people are like, yeah, you do a giveaway and giveaway emails probably aren't as qualified as maybe giving a lead magnet or something mm-hmm. like that. What has been your experience with you building the email list and then sending emails? Um, I'm honestly still learning and I'm not, uh, I'm getting more comfortable with it now, but, um, at first we did that giveaway and I got the 10,000 email, you know, subscribers. And then I just didn't send them anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I have these 10,000 people waiting for me to say something and I don't know what to say, you know? So, um, so I was just send them a coupon. Like here's 10% off. Thanks for subscribing. Yeah. Um, And then I think you were like, just talk to them. You know, they're just people. They just want to hear, you know, talk to you. And so um, we came up with a couple ideas in the group. You guys helped me figure out some like blog, some blog articles to do um, some projects, project ideas. And so that was, I think the first thing that I sent out and actually got some people that replied and I was thinking, wow, there's somebody's actually reading these. Um, They're on the other end. <laughs> yeah. So they would reply and say like, Oh, I, I like how you, you know, number three is, did you, you know, what kind of paintbrush did they use for that? And I thought, Oh my gosh, they're actually reading it too. They're yeah. not just opening it. And they're doing, they want to do the project. <laughs> yeah. This is really working. So, so then I started feeling a little more comfortable and I've been, um, and I've been, I still haven't been sending out as regularly as I should, but I'm, I'm getting better, getting some more um, articles written mm-hmm. and uh, that's getting better, but it has helped, you know, for um, being able to send out special deals, you know, where we, we have like a new product, here's our new product and you get, you know, 10% off of that. So I've been doing some of those too, but like you said, you don't want to be selling everything, you know, selling to them every time you send Mm -hmm. them something. So that's why we've been working on building some more content um, Mm -hmm. to send out information to, we're giving them something instead Mm -hmm. of trying to sell them. And that's been, that's been going well. I can tell uh, more people are opening the emails now. My open rates have gotten higher. The the click-through rates are, 
are getting better. So I think we're kind of whittling out, you know, we're getting rid of some of those people that sure. weren't interested that just wanted mm -hmm. free stuff and then now getting more just active, a more engaged mm -hmm. audience. So, um, yeah, I think a big thing for you, and I think we talked about it too. It was like, yeah, you can sell, you know, reclaim wood and do the back of a wall, right? Like that's mm -hmm. one thing, but you could do endless projects with that type of stuff. Yeah. And it's like every single, and I think that's what I was kind of uh, trying to kind of have you do is like come up with projects that people can do out of reclaim wood. It could be for, well, my daughter just got, uh, we just had a baby shower, right? It could be something for the baby out of make a, mm -hmm. make a frame, or maybe it's a little stand. And if you do that stuff on a regular basis, it's like, here's how you do it, whether you buy our wood or not. But if you want to buy the wood pack, mm -hmm. here it is. It's kind of like right. you're giving the D the DIY, but you're also, you sell product that helps mm -hmm. with the DIY. So to me, it's a natural fit. So I would just figure out how do I come up with starting with 12 projects that would be one a month, right? Mm -hmm. And then every single time that would get dropped in an autoresponder. And then all of a sudden you got two years worth of maybe projects and then that will start to build on itself. So that's what I'm going to be pushing you on in the future, yeah. by the way. Um, Cause yeah. I want to get that. I want to get that dialed in for you because I also think too, and correct me if I'm wrong, this happens. It's like you, you do all this stuff. Then all of a sudden business starts coming in. You start backing off on the marketing. Cause mm -hmm. you're like, well, I got to keep up with orders. I didn't get time to do that stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, so, definitely. You know, so we, we, yes, I get it, but that's where then maybe you need to be more of the marketing director or whatever, right? You're like, hey, I'm going to bring in a lot of orders. We got to get that stuff done. And then maybe you need to hire someone to basically fill your shoes on things that you're doing so you can focus on just bringing in more business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what we, that's what we just recently did. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we we finally hired a, like a shop supervisor um, because, well, for one thing, I wanted to be able to leave and go to the lake in the middle of the day if I wanted yep. to. Um, hey, that's good. But, uh, for you know, also, I didn't want to have to be out there all day keeping up with everybody, making sure everything was getting done. Um, yep. I need to be in the office, you know, working on building the company, yep. and so just since we started that I've had a lot I've had more time even now to start getting back into the marketing side of things and working on my ads um but yeah it is hard and I know as a business owner a small business owner especially if for people who are in a business like ours where you're doing the daily grind yep it is so hard to be able to turn that side off and and work on building the business mm -hmm. you know if you you have to try to work on your business, not in your business. Yep. And it's tough, especially if you're like a one man show or two, you know, it's just you and your husband or wife mm -hmm. doing it. It's really hard, but you have to, my, my big, you know, advice is that you have to take time to build the business. And that, mm -hmm. that is what BCA helped me tremendously with that because I felt the pressure to get it done because other people were getting it done, right. you know, and it's like, right. I'm, competitive by nature so I'm like well you know Octavio Octavio's posted three blogs already this week and I haven't even posted one so yeah. I need to like get, get my button gear yeah but, um that you know having the support of the group was really good but if you don't have that kind of support you just have to make you know take it up mm. on yourself to put yourself some goals for the week and just make sure that you get try to get those done and try not to get sucked into the day-to-day -day operations as much, you know? Right. 
And, and I also think for you, and I know we've talked about this again, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, but things are coasting along. Okay. Right now, but your side of it is to you, your side also lends itself to bringing in revenue from other sources, not just mm-hmm. your selling of the wood. So I would love to see you get there by the content creation of DIY projects with reclaimed wood or whatever. And then from there, you're getting traffic coming to the website, which yes, will in turn sell product, but it'll also bring in maybe ad money, or maybe it'll bring in affiliate sales stuff that you don't sell. Um, you don't sell stuff maybe in that, but you sell maybe the wood that goes on it or whatever. Um, because then that's next level because now you're getting revenue without you having any of your employees have to do that work. It's a whole separate revenue stream. Um, exactly. That's where, that's where I want to see you go. Well, and I want to, I do, I want to start another brand, you know, once I get my head above water, that is more, um, more digital and Mm -hmm. I just haven't narrowed it down, you know, but I do want, I want to have, I want to do both. So I do want to have something that doesn't involve us having to like manufacture a physical product, you know, just something that we can work on digitally. Um, but that's down the line, you know, but it is on my to do Mm -hmm. list. (laughs) But the cool, the cool thing is though, and you know this, right? Everything you're doing to build this business, you'll just, Mm -hmm. you'll just use that on the next business, right? Right. Like this, I believe this business is just to prepare you for your next move, right? It could be in 10 years, who knows, or maybe you have this and someone takes over it and you're just a, you know, you know, you're just a partner in it now, whatever, who knows, but all of these things that you're doing for the marketing side, as I mean, even hiring though, that's a great skill set to have mm-hmm. how to hire the right people and how to, you know, make sure that you can let go of certain things. Like all that stuff is good, but the marketing side, like you creating emails, you creating content, you setting up an email list, like all that stuff, it's, you're going to take it with you. So you've done so much in such a short period of time. Yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing. Just the transition since I mean, if you, if anybody that's listening is on the fence, like you're wondering if it's, if it's worth it to, to put forth the effort to do these things. I mean, it is. And I, I did, um, I do have like my numbers just from the last six months because I want people to, to see the significant growth you can have, you Mm. know, when you put forth the effort. So, um, when we started, so we started BCA in October, in November. And I had already started doing some marketing and things like that. But I'm, these are just the numbers from November until now, which is okay. right about six months. No, mm-hmm. well, however many months it is. Seven? Seven yep. months? Seven-ish. Seven. We'll call it. Okay. Yeah. okay. So um, when we started, we had uh, 3,800 Facebook followers. And now we're up to 6,500. Nice. Um, so we've gained quite a bit there. We started a Facebook group, which is a DIY group. And we just started that in February and we've grown to 1300 members in that group. And that's actually getting, that's a really fun group. And the members are really active, you know, they're all posting, they're all posting projects and it's not just stuff with our wood, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just all kinds of projects, but um, we have a lot of people posting stuff they made with our wood too, which is great advertisement for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, our Instagram, uh, we started out with just 300 followers and we're almost to 1700. Um, and then our Pinterest page, which we started in January, um, we are up to getting about a little over 4,000 link clicks a month on our Pinterest. That's great. Um, 
So that's growing and that all feeds into that, you know, mm -hmm. getting your blogs and doing your, uh, getting that out there because especially the how to articles, oh, yeah. they really like those. So, oh, yeah. um, so that's been good. We're getting a lot of visits to our website from Pinterest. Mm. Um, and our monthly website traffic in November, and I, I couldn't believe this was true, but in November, we were only getting about 100 visitors a month on our website. Okay. So we had a website, but, you know, nobody ever saw it. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're up to right now between 2,500 and 3,000 visits a month on our website. Great. So, um, and that's just since November. So mm. our YouTube uh, subscribers, we have almost 1,000 YouTube subscribers now, but I haven't really started putting a lot of content on there. Mm -hmm. Um, that's another thing, another goal that we have. Our email list, we have almost 12,000 email subscribers now. That's great. Um, and then our sales. Uh, so originally we were, we were on Etsy and Wayfair and our website and Amazon, but we weren't selling much, you know, on any place except for Amazon. Mm -hmm. But um, now for our sales on Etsy have gone up 450% from this time last year. Wow. Uh, Wayfair's almost 400% increase and our website's almost a 400% increase. So wow. the, just those three uh, platforms, um, you know, increasing like that has been a good confidence booster for us too, because mm. we're not just dependent on Amazon. Although Amazon is still our main, our main mm. source of income. Mm -hmm. Um, and our sales from Amazon this year, before the quarantine started, we were up 70% from the year before, okay. mm -hmm. which was really good. So yeah, that's great. the quarantine happened. We were actually up these last couple of months. We've been, our numbers are like 150% over wow. what we did last year, but mm. I can't attribute that all to my great marketing. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can see that all those numbers are going up and they just keep going up. Every mm -hmm. month it's like they're going up again, you know, mm -hmm. and um, every avenue is growing. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this before we're going to wrap up here soon, but like on the, um, on your articles that you've created so far, how many have you created approximately? Hmm. Say? Um, I think we have about 15 now okay. and so some of them are just You've been doing a couple a month then. Yeah, I didn't really start doing the blogs until the last, I think, three months. Okay. I think we posted our first one three months ago. Yep. And then we didn't post another one for a month. <laughs> yep. I think you, you jumped so in and we, started just doing the, doing the email list build right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. And, that, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone has to figure out what is going to be the best thing for their business where they are. If you're coming in with a business, the first thing that you guys would want to do is because it's going to give you an initial push is the giveaway because then you're going to draw attention to your products mm -hmm. and you know, your business and it ultimately worked, right? And like yeah. just by doing the giveaway, your, your sales also went up just from doing mm -hmm. the giveaway, correct? Right. Yeah. Our sales jumped up like 70% at, uh, after the giveaway. And, um, just from that, uh, Posts being shared over and over again. I think, or I don't remember how many thousand views that, that post had. The first one, it was mm. it was like thirty or forty or fifty thousand views. I think mm -hmm. um, we had a ton of sales during the giveaway, and then after the giveaway was over, we sent out the email saying 
uh, you know, we've announced the winner and uh, I think we gave like um, a 15% off discount to everybody on the list, everybody mm -hmm. who entered. And sure. just the sales that we got off of that discount code mm -hmm. alone were, was enough to pay for all the costs associated with the giveaway. So it, it turned out so to free be- free email list, basically. Yeah. 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 That's- that's awesome. So like, again, you jumped in with the email because you're like, what's the quickest thing for our business to get more traction, more sales is that, right? Um, the other side, the content right. creation side is really how can I get traffic, but it's going to take some time to do it. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I would say, I mean, even you getting 2,500 is great, but wait until you start getting some more content, that number will go way up. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's priorities and I'm, right. I respect that, you know, it's like, there's only so much time in the day, but I would, I think you have a lot of room to move with the project world of DIY and then just creating content that people are looking for, uh, or just projects types that they're looking for or shelving or, you know what I mean? Like there's a whole mm -hmm. bunch of different areas, but again, focus is right now. You got to obviously, you know, do what you can to drive sales and you're, you're doing that. But, um, yeah, really excited for you though. You guys have a bright future. Super excited that you're part of BCA and you're just always adding value. Yeah. And that's, I think, what I really, really love about having you part of the community. And it's really just grown into something way beyond what I could have imagined. And it just keeps getting stronger. So it has, it, it, it has been a blessing that, you know, the group has been more than I could have ever, you know, imagined. I've gotten, you know, just gotten close to so many people in that group that I've never met, but everybody is so supportive and uh, like really cheering each other on and helping each other. And it's just, it's unlike any kind of group, but any kind of group like that I've ever been involved with. Um, so I do, I'm just thankful to have been a part of that and I'm, uh, you know, I'm ready to keep growing with the group, but um, I do have one thing to show you because I know that I, I'm a following a tough act with Octavio. Yes, you are. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what <laughs> so do you want to show? I didn't bring her? my costume. I didn't, I didn't have a costume, but I got, I did make this for you. Oh, wow. Look at that. Oh, nice. How is that? Is that in, is that painted or engraved? This is engraved. Oh, yeah. wow. It's engraved. So it's on the reclaimed wood and it's engraved, which this is going to be one of my next ventures. We're going to start doing custom products but so anyway i'm going to send that to you so you can add it oh, to your wow. uh, display back i will there. definitely <laughs> add it to my collection that is awesome that's a big piece of wood that's a good chunky piece of wood too yeah i like that yeah. that's awesome Awesome. Well, Tylinda, thank you so much again. And we'll probably have to do an update with you because I know you're going to be taking action just like that sign says. Yeah. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just part of your DNA now, which I'm, I'm glad. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. Is there any um, last little bits of, I don't know, tips, recommendations for anyone that's just, you know, whether they join or not, just wherever right. they're at in their journey? Definitely. Um, what, you know, whether you're at the very beginning or, or in the middle, you know, the most important thing, and I had to make myself do this, is to just go for it. I mean, just take action. It sounds cliche, but it's the truth. Yeah. For me, I could spend so many hours analyzing everything and not put out anything because it wasn't perfect enough, you know, and I just mm. had to learn to just go for it. Like that first blog, you know, 
I could have, I had it written for for over a month before I posted it because it wasn't just right for me. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys helped me to just you know take action and do it, and and that's that's what you need to do. Don't wait for everything to be perfect. Just go. <laughs> mm. I love that. I love it. And that's, it's funny because Octavio was saying the same thing. He was, he was just going back and forth, back and forth. And then all of a sudden he's like, I just got to do this. So he did. And now he's a machine. As you know, he's just, mm-hmm. he's like got such a, a rhythm going and yeah. uh, it's just awesome. Awesome to see. So awesome. Tylinda, thank you so much yeah. again for hanging out with right. us here on the podcast. I appreciate you and uh, I'll see you on the inside of BCA. All right. All right. Thanks, Scott. All right. Well, there you have it. A great interview with Ty Linda. And I'm so glad that she was able to come on and, uh, and do this interview. I just love hearing people's stories in general, um, because it's inspirational, it's motivational. And you know what? There's action steps that are packed in there as well. So I want you to maybe even go back and listen to this one again. And I want you to listen to what she did. And that is, and I'll just kind of refresh your memory if you, if you don't remember, she built that email list, right? Now, not everyone is going to come into Brand Creators Academy needing to build the email list right away. She did. And that's exactly what she focused on. Now she's building out the content side and she's already uh, really taken her uh, traffic to the next level. Uh, and she's going to be building on that over time. She's got a great foundation now. And so what I want you to do really here is think about where you are right now in your brand building journey. And what do you need to focus on next? If you need help with that, then I encourage you to join us inside of Brand Creators Academy. If you're listening to this on July 6th or the week of July 6th, make sure that you go over to brandcreators.com forward slash join and you'll get more information there and you'll see if it's a good fit for you. If you're listening to this after the fact, well, you might just wanna go to brandcreators.com forward slash checklist and that will give you a free resource where you can kind of do a self audit on your own business or the niche that you're considering going into. So definitely make sure that you do that. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now let's rock your brand.